everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are very excited today to talk to one of the stars of Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, the new Mahogany film, The Holiday Stocking. We're talking with Nadine Ellis today. And thank you so much, Nadine, for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yes. And Jasmine is here. Yes, I am here. Also, we do have a subgroup called Mahogany Cast with me, Bree, Dorian. And so we do talk about all the Mahogany movies that have been coming out so far. I love it. about this one coming out. So we can't wait to like, you know, do a review on it. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited too. (laughs) What we like to do for our guests is get to know you a little bit. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to get into acting. How'd you get started? You know, I I was a dancer for many years um, and started off pretty late for most girls, most female dancers, because I started at 13. I saw fame and I was like, I want to do that. And, you know, went home and my parents are like, okay. And they put me in and like, it just, it was my language. All of a sudden I found my, my love language. So I went through high school, started college and had that little, that little bit, that little voice in the back of the head that was like, do that, maybe do that. And I just kind of had this feeling that I was, you know, my late teens, early twenties, I was like, it's too late. Like all these other women have already done it. They've already established their spot and it's too late. And that voice just kept coming back. And and so finally I went for it. And uh, and my big plan was I was going to, because I'm from New York, I'm from Queens, New York. So my big plan was that I was going to move to LA and I, you know, I'd have dance as my day job and then I'd study acting at night. And so that's what ended up happening. And by the grace of God, it all kind of worked out. Yeah. So you were like, yeah, I want to live forever. You're like, fame. <laughs> and, th- and then I ended up going to the school that fame is based. Oh, really? LaGuardia. Yeah, I ended up going to LaGuardia. So like, I definitely yeah. followed that, that fire inside, you know, mm-hmm. to the dream. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Thank God. Look, thank God it worked out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember like your first role that you ever got, either with a dancing role or just a speaking role? Okay. Um, I will go with the acting role. The first, that first acting job I got was, um, a show called VIP. This is a thousand years ago. It was Pamela Anderson's show. I don't know if you guys remember that she had this show of like this ragtag group of people. Yeah. And, uh, and it's funny because a really good friend of mine from New York, we went to high school together was on the show, Sean Baker. And I was like, do I tell him I have an audition? I was like, no, I'm going to do it on my own. It's fine. Cause I didn't really understand how the industry worked. And I think I thought what a lot of people think like, oh, this person's on the show. I should call him and he'll hook it up. Right. And none of that, none of those things happened. So yeah. I went to the audition. It went well. I had a call back and then I booked the job and I was so excited to tell him. And I was like, I know you probably already know. And he was like, no girl, we find out like we're shooting the the the, net, the last episode. We'll I'll find out when you know when we get to the the new episode. So um, I was just so excited. And I remember as a dancer, a huge like my signature look at the time was like high ponytail, high long ponytail, right? And so I went in, and my character was really supposed to be this girl who was like was dating ironically the person I was dating on the show was my friend Sean and he kept doing all the wrong things and so I would swing that ponytail and like storm out and that became kind of the signature thing and I realized I like I got that incredible lesson early that like repetition in comedy works right so if you have that thing that you keep doing that we all know that character is going to do like that was the winning streak and that really served me for a really long time so anybody out there thinking about like how you set yourself aside, repetition and comedy works. 
That's great. Uh, so you got the call from their agent. You must have just had a total freak out moment. I after. was like, huh? Who? Yeah. Where? What? Who? Yeah. Ah. Like, I, I was yeah. like, it was one of those things, you know, <laughs> yeah. because in a weird, in a, my, my journey has been so magical and I'm so grateful for all of it, but in a really weird connect, like the connective tissue of life, I was dancing. I ended up getting a job hosting a show on the USA network. And then from there, that's how I got my acting agent because I was with a dance agent. My dance agent said, I know this, this theatrical agent who's interested in representing you now that you're on this USA show. And, um, and so she took me on and said, Hey, do you act? And I was like, do I act? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What show was it? Do you, it was a game show. It was called farmclub.com. It was a music show. And it was really right around the time of, of American Idol. Uh-huh. Um, and the concept of the show was that um, local bands throughout the country could upload their music. And they basically, there was a, a group of people who would vote. And whoever the band that won was, was flown out to LA and they got to perform with, you know, many of the Interscope artists. So, you know, it was Dr. Dre, Eminem, No Doubt. And, uh, and it was this amazing jumping off point for these these really kind of ground these uh grassroot bands that wanted a shot and here they were all of a sudden in LA you know kind of hobnobbing with the big the big folks and so I was the roving reporter that went to their small town to kind of interview them and get the behind the scenes yeah so it really took sometimes you know you never know right it kind of took the detour of going into hosting for me to get the opportunity to act. And they they took me on and they said, cool. And I said, do you want me to do a monologue? And she was like, we're going to send you to an, a few auditions and we'll see what happens. And the third audition I went to, I booked. And so when I got the call, I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were uh, one of the dynamites on Hairspray. Right. And so that must have been an incredible production to be a part of such like a big, with all the choreography and everything going on. Like that must have been really cool. So cool. I mean, I remember the day, I remember like getting my outfit um, together for the audition because I knew this was going to be a massive film, especially in the dance community here in LA. It was a, you know, a huge audition. And so uh, just kind of like trying to find the, you know, the sixties in me, the sixties girl in me and, you know, the where the, how I kind of did like a little beehive, but I knew I had to last for you know, the six hour audition for sure. And and the outfit had to be cute. And, you know, we knew at some point the director would come in and, and, uh, you know, make their selections, but it was just such an incredible experience. We shot it in Canada and uh, the cast was incredible. And, you know, we had times where I remember the three girls, the three of us that were the dynamites, we'd be in the middle of rehearsal and then like a, the door would peek open and we'd be like, we're like, is that John Travolta? And he'd be like, hi, can I come in? And we were like, yes. <laughs> and he would like come in and be like, cool. Is it okay if I sit here? We're like, yes. And same thing then Latifa would come in and she'd be like, hey y'all, we were like, girl, come on in. And it was just like, they would come in and visit and be like, and it was so crazy to find yourself in that situation. These people that you've been watching and, and admiring for years are now kind of like, what do you do? You know? So it was was such a journey. It was such a, it was really just a great ride and what a great production to be. I mean, like from the costumes, like they fit those little dresses onto, like you couldn't breathe, but you were in it, you know, from the the, the wigs, like we had custom made wigs. And I mean, it was, it was a blast. We had a really good time. That would be wild. I, I, I love that movie. I'm a big musical sucker. Right. So. You know, you know, original, then please tell me you met Ricky Lake, please. Like, I know she made that cameo in there. 
I didn't. She did not. We never, we never had any kind of interaction. You know, I'm sure she probably came through for some of the events, but I never got yeah. a chance to meet with her. No, so one, day, one, day, one day, right? One day, one day. <laughs> so you were on 24. Which season I, were you on? Um, season. Oh, good question. Uh, I want to say season three. Okay. Okay. I came in and I was a recurring nurse uh-huh. uh, and I was like kind of dealing with the, the director's daughter who was having uh-huh. some mental health issues. And, you know, I was trying to rein her in and we, <laughs> that was my whole, I was always like, stop it. Like, like that, was my, that was my whole big thing. Like you need to sit down, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Cool. It was great. It was I great. Love that I, was show. A, I was such a huge fan of the show. So I was like, huh? Who? What? <laughs> yeah. From the creator of the number one Christmas podcast comes a new book to surprise and delight you into a happier holiday season. Christmas Past, the fascinating stories behind our favorite holidays traditions by Brian Earle is out now just in time for the holidays. Available in hardcover and ebook from Lions Press and as an audiobook narrated by the author from recorded books, behind every Christmas tradition is a story, often a forgotten one. When we pour the eggnog and trim the tree, we're continuing generations old narratives without knowing they're starting chapters. Until now. Brian Earl brings the same wide-eyed fascination and cozy nostalgia from the podcast to the book. Featuring 26 short chapters and eye-catching graphics, you'll want to have it on your coffee table or mantle all season long. Find out why Apple Books named Christmas Past a must-listen and get a copy today wherever books are sold. Remember, it makes a great gift. Find out more at christmaspastpodcast.com. That's christmaspastpodcast.com. Huge fans. I have follow your work, you know, for your, not even knowing I've been following your work. So I've seen you in Timeless, seen you in Jane Diversion. Also, I've seen you in Let's Stay Together, as well as Our Kind of People, which I'm so upset we didn't get a season two. Um, <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sad. Yeah. But think about, about um, Let's Stay Together. I know a couple of weeks ago, we did uh, interview your co-star, Joyful Drake, who had a movie came out for the first um, Mahogany film, mm-hmm. you know, They Look Good Things. Yes. Um, how was working with Joyful? I know she's amazing. She's just down to earth. That one is just so incredibly talented. That girl is just so sharp and quick and talk about the, the quickness of comedy. She gets it. And, and then to have that face and the body, like she has the package, right? And then the chops are just as deadly. Like she's just such a force that, I mean, she really is. It was incredible to watch her as we work together. You know, sometimes I'd be like, go oh, you know, you just have those moments where you're like, mm-hmm, I see all of that, you know? So she, that one is incredible. I'm, I'm not even a little bit surprised and more to come, more to yeah. come. Hopefully, yeah, we loved interviewing together, her. Maybe together, maybe a reunion on Hallmark, maybe. Hopefully, come on. <laughs> yeah. Speak it into existence is what I say. <laughs> yeah, let's manifest that. Yes. <laughs> so you have the holiday stocking coming up. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, so the holiday stocking is this really sweet story. And I'm I'm loving this kind of turn. And I guess it's always been there, but maybe I'm just very aware of stories about sibling love. You know, I think sometimes um, when we think of the holidays or even just like um, a flirty romantic comedy, it's this idea of like this 
you know, this romantic love. And I love that this story and many of the stories that we're seeing are really locking into your first loves, which are your, your family, your, your immediate family. And so it's three siblings. Um, and uh, I play the middle, the middle daughter, our older brother, Robert, and um, our, our younger sister. And, um, and I had the pleasure of working with BJ Britt and Tamala Jones as my siblings. And so basically the story is that our older brother uh, has, uh, well, all three of us have really kind of lost the bond, the family bond when our mother passes. And um, we kind of go our separate ways. And there's just, you know, words that weren't said and, and some hurt feelings. And so when our older brother, I'm not sure how much I can tell you here, yeah, well, am I allowed to? We know at least that's in the summary. Okay, so I think yeah. you're safe so, so okay. far. So our older, our older <laughs> brother unfortunately passes, and in his in the waiting room of heaven, he realizes that he's he's made his way over to the other side, and he encounters an angel, an, an, an a being who lets him know like you're on your way, and he says, whoa, 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 I really have some unfinished business with my siblings. And I would just love an opportunity to bring them together, if nothing else. And so he is granted 12 days because that's the magical holiday number. <laughs> he is, he's, he's granted this time to go back to earth. But the, 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 the caveat is that we as his sisters can't know who he is. So he's transported into another body um, as the character RJ, who comes in and really does his best to pull his siblings back together through a game that we we knew as children called the holiday stocking. And it was really a game that our parents uh, came up with to make sure that we always know and uh, and give back to our community, know that the, the value of giving back to your community. Mm. Sounds cute. On the podcast right now. Like just hearing you talk about you know story behind like like (laughs) I was gonna be a tearjerker for me and just you know resonating with just with family. Like I understand that from maybe from a cultural perspective or just understand from my family growing up, like yeah, we used to have traditions like that. Like we used to do different little things. I'm like, I do miss those little things. I'm like, this is gonna be a great movie. And I I think so. I really do. And it's great just for people to whether they're inspired to to reignite those traditions that maybe you know the traditions that you and your family may have had, or to invent new traditions for them and their families. Let's see. I don't know how excited are you to be part of the Mahogany family? Like you're you're branching off into the third movie. Um, I'm just excited just to see how this is gonna um just inspire people. Yeah, I I I love it. I love it because like we all know the Hallmark brand, right? We all know Hallmark movies. And, um, and of course the Christmas legacy is massive. And so it's just wonderful that Hallmark has decided to, to branch out and to really, um, to really include a a whole group of people that may have in the past, not necessarily felt seen. And so it's so wonderful to know that there's families that can watch these films and go, yeah, that's me. I know, I know her, I know him. Yeah, we do that all the time. Or like, you see, you see what what you're doing? They're showing you right now, you know? And like that, that part of it, I love. I love that feeling and knowing that that um, sometimes, you know, because we are all one people, but yeah, there are definitely certain um, attributes, there's certain personalities, there's certain things that that you, that we all know in our families or 
maybe you don't know. Maybe you're watching the, the show and the film and you're not necessarily from the community, but you're watching and going, ah, ah, this is exactly what we do too. But you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and realizing that we're all more alike than we are different. So, so I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I was just so blown away, so honored to be a part of it. I've been wanting to work with Hallmark for years. And so I, I'm really, I'm just really, I feel very blessed to be a part of the family now. Well, welcome to the family. <laughs> so do we still get romance in this movie or is it really more just about the sisters? There's a cute boy. And yes. Well, uh, not a boy, a grown man, a grown <laughs> sexy intelligent man who's out doing his thing and um and yeah and what I love about it is that you know in this world of TikTok and Instagram and all the social media stuff right where we see uh, private jets and and this lifestyle that is like attainable I guess for a certain group of people but for the rest of us in the world like you know it's nice to like have this film really highlight this very attractive man who is his life is about giving back his life is about being philanthropic and and how they connect now my character Danny now I just want to say it's not that she is selfish by any means because that's not it Mm -mm. no she is just um, ambitious and she is trying to move through her world in the best way that she knows how and so maybe she starts off with not the best of intentions or the not the purest of intentions but slowly but surely with connecting with her family and connecting with this man she she really does kind of land back into the arms of her family values that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So with you and Tamala playing sisters, uh, did you work on creating that chemistry at all so that, you know, felt believable that you were related? Right. You know what I, I what I'm so happy to say is that they, there was no work. There was no work needed in that. Like, I remember coming in, she, uh, we, we happened to be like, I was walking out of a hair test. She was coming in for her makeup test. And like immediately I was like, and she was just like, and we just completely embraced <laughs> each other. And it was like, girl, so great to, you know, to meet you, to work with you. And we were just kind of gushing back and forth to each other. And um, and it was just, it was home immediately. And that woman's sense of um graciousness and uh and giving is is out of control. I don't know if I've ever encountered somebody quite like that. She was like giving gifts from the beginning. I was like, stop giving me things. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she's just such a sweet, sweet soul. And, um, and it was just easy. It was easy yeah. to be like, um, you know, easy. Yeah. easy That's great. That's so lucky. Um, uh, so was this shot in Vancouver? It was- no, it wasn't. We actually okay. shot in Utah. Yeah. Yes. I landed. Yeah, around the corner yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Utah. Oh, are you really? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Well, the day I landed, it was 108 degrees. It was a hot summer. Oh, no. So like, we got a high here in California. It was 113, 15s. Right. When I left LA, it was 113. And when I got there, it was 108. But then, you know, as we're trying on coats and scarves, I'm like, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a run. Did they have to put um like ice packs in your, in your 
jacket? Luckily not. Like a lot, we really did kind of like, we like that first week of just kind of getting prep stuff done was really the hottest. And so then by the time we started shooting, we'd calm down to the nineties. You know? okay, so it, was a, it was a cool, <laughs> it was a cool breeze of 90 in the air. It was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh, so is this um, Utah pretending to be New York or pretending this to be Utah pretending to be Chicago? Oh, Chicago. Okay, good. Yes, yes, this yes. will be fun to watch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a well, good- we are definitely very excited about the film. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. I know that, you know, this will air probably next week, but I know you have another movie coming out, mm-hmm. The Christmas Clap Back, which we did a preview with me and Dory um, about, you know, the movie. Want to know, get a little snippet. I know it's coming out during the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, but I know everybody's going to watch it on BET Plus. That's Let's right. Talk a little bit about it real quick. Okay, so that's another it's another story of sibling love, which I adore. Um, again, uh, uh, two other siblings, this time all ladies. And uh, it's really us. There was no divide. Our, our mother also has passed, but it's really about holding the legacy of family. And our mother was like the, the cook. She was the cook in the neighborhood. She would, you know, bring in all the, the the homeless, the you know, like the unhoused friends and families that couldn't get back to their own their own families. And so this is the first year that we don't have her. And there's a huge cook off every year, and we gotta hold Mama's legacy to heart, and we can't mess it up. So, so the, it's just the journey of that. And again, another cute boy. I'll take it, ladies. Yeah. I'll take another cute cute man to look at. And she may be spooked with every now and then. <laughs> awesome. So you heard it here first, Hallmarkies. Before you know, we watch, you know, on Sunday, check out um, the Christmas Cloud Back, which is happening during Thanksgiving or this past Thanksgiving. But check that out first. Do like a movie, not a movie binge. There we go. Nice little Christmas. Nice little Christmas situation. <laughs> Very good. We'll look forward to that. And so let's ask you some fun holiday questions. All right. Hit me. Okay. Here we go. What is your favorite holiday drink? Oh, favorite holiday drink. I would say eggnog, but more and more, I find myself just kind of gravitating to um, champagne. <laughs> Champagne's kind of like my, it's my year round drink, but yes, I found myself <laughs> kind of going. <laughs> You're just year celebrating round. year round. There we go. <laughs> right. 
favorite holiday cookie or treat? Oh, sugar cookie for sure. Like I, I will nibble on a sugar cookie forever because it always feels like it feels light, right? It feels like, oh, this is not bad. And then seven in, you're like, okay, maybe I should put the cookie down. <laughs> they are called sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Oh, okay. Um, uh, there's okay. So there's there's two, right? Both Ella Fitzgerald. I grew up with Ella mm. Fitzgerald in, in the house a lot. Um, definitely during the, the Christmas holiday. Um, but she has a song called "What Are You Doing New Year's Eve," and I love it. It is like the it's the sweetest. It's the sweetest way to ask anybody out, like with a little sultry Ella vibes to it, right? And it's a, like I just love the tone and the vibe and the feeling of that that song. Um, and uh, I, I don't, I'm not remembering the title, but you know, um, uh, I'm going to totally embarrass myself now. For you and for me. Oh yeah. It's that time of year. I'm getting over cold. The Christmas waltz. Yes, the Christmas waltz. Yes, I that's love a good that. one. Yeah. Just, so I love that feeling that 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 feeling of flight, right? Like that yeah. feeling you used to have when you would get on a swing and you'd be like, and those songs kind of like bring that like feeling home. I have to admit, I do not know that New Year's song, so I'm definitely gonna li- uh, look it up oh, right such after this. A good one. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a, I'm not gonna use that. No. Yeah, it's a good one, and that's it's a good cool. way to ask somebody out. You're like, what are, yeah, what do you okay. do? We're giving tips out here, you guys. Tips during the holiday season. Listen, uh, not all heroes wear capes, you guys. I'm just trying to do my best. That's right. You're sparing Christmas cheer, you know. That's right. Yeah, you're crushing it. All right. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Uh, what is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Okay, wow. There, there are a few. I mean, I think it kind of shifts every year. One that I really love is The Family Stone. Okay. Are one of you familiar with The Family Stone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that one. But then there's years when I'm like, die hard. Let's let's go in. You know? <laughs> it's like, so I think, you know, every every year I think it kind of shifts for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, I can see what you're saying about Family Stone since you said you really like stories about siblings. I do. I love a good yeah. old family story. I really do. Because mm-hmm. that's the feeling. That's the feeling we all either are chasing or hoping to like reignite or to find for yourself. You know, I think it, it all begins with family. Yeah. Okay. Scrooge versus the Grinch. Which do you like better? Ooh, the Grinch. I think I got to Grinch it because overall he learns, right? I mean, I know Scrooge learns too, right? But Scrooge is like, uh, I don't know. It just feels like, I'm like, did he learn? 
next year we have to read, you know, we have to tell the story again and he's going to just yeah. have to figure it out. I feel like the Grinch got it the first yeah. time. Yeah. Well, and also the motivation for the Grinch turning Grinchy is like more understandable because if people are playing loud noise all right. the time, I'd yep. be pretty Grinchy too. Absolutely. And he, he's very much alpha buff from uh, Wicked, yeah. right? Like, right? It's like, he's already like, he's just like, no one accepts me. So like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Christmas lights, clear lights or color lights? Clear lights. Simple, okay, classic. Yes goes with everything right you have to worry about i feel like as a kid we always got the you know the colorful light because it's colorful when you get an adult you're like no i keep it classy gotta keep it simple keep it simple (laughs) and cute (laughs) all right which would you rather do would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman snowman build a snowman listen i've been in a snowball fight like as an adult like snowball to the face is not cute that that's not cute after 12 (laughs) yes so I'll build a snowman and then go in and get my hot chocolate and then take pictures that that's really it for me all right would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not oh I'm a really good gift wrapper I like I kind of have skills like I get the get my little pleats I get it nice and smooth and even when you mess up like you know you get if you just keep if you stay true to the pleats a pleat and keep it nice and clean, you'll make it through. Mm-hmm. You'll make it through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what is your ugliest sweater? Christmas oh. sweater. Oh, you know what? I don't have a, I, that's probably something I probably need to invest in. I don't necessarily have a Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think like I have like, you know what I have? Years ago, um, my sister, my sister and I bought um, my mother and the two of us, these matching rain, reindeer onesies. And it's pretty frayed and like a hot mess now. So I mean, I'll, I'll go with that one. You know, like reindeer feet. Oh my gosh. You're going to start the new trend of the ugly, the ugly onesie Christmas. <laughs> I can see that happening. I mean, it's always warm and cozy. It looks crazy now, but it's always warm and cozy. You'll yeah. be just fine. You're making a fast table while being comfortable. Well, is. and especially if you're in Southern California, you don't need a lot of sweaters. True. Very so true. maybe you could get like a, a ugly Christmas t-shirt or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, very good. You did it. You answered all the questions. <laughs> so what do I get? Do I get like a, I feel like I get like a Hallmark. Uh... <laughs> you get to keep making Christmas movies. <laughs> if, yes. Unfortunately, we don't have any say in that, but, right. but we yes. are rooting for you. thank you so much for coming on to talk with us you were delighted we appreciate it of course thanks you guys i appreciate it so do you have a social media or anything you want to share i do i am yes y-e-s nadine ellis at uh instagram almost said something else (laughs) at instagram And uh, I'm not really on Twitter very much anymore these days. So yeah, I think Instagram is uh, is the way to go for me. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, very good. Well, thanks again. And I hope you have very, very Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, Christmas you guys. And happy Turkey Day tomorrow. Yes. Yes. We'd like to thank Nadine for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get to talk with her. And we're like really looking forward to the new movie. And uh, you make sure to follow her on our socials and everything. And you can follow us at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast. And Jasmine, where can people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shereem16, S-H-R-E-E-M-1-6. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, uh, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are uh, watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is so much fun. We have lots of fun patron activities and uh, chances to be involved in the podcast. And we have our Facebook group. So please, please take a look at the patron group. We so appreciate it. And then we also have the merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark and Christmas inspired designs. So please take a look at that. Uh, We have some deals right now for the holidays. So still time to order uh, and get your uh, merch for the uh, Hallmarky Hardy postable in your life uh, Christmas fan. Just take a look at that. We would sure appreciate it. And uh, thanks again to Nadine and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.